Motivational listening. Imagine if that head trash was not there. Who would you be? What if I told you those fears were no longer a problem? What would you do? I'm Stephanie Costello, a mom of three, wife, and avid mountaineer. Beyond all of these, I am, very much like you, an average person trying to navigate this thing we call life. My goal with this podcast is to bring to light the truth about what intimacy really is. You may smile, feel called out, or learn something new. Either way, you will learn you are in control. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing to you Gian Pietro, who is a husband, a father, a friend, and a person who wants to be of value to others by means of genuine conversation or simply by empathic listening. He believes that conversations can be powerful and even instrumental for alleviating pain and trauma. Gian Pietro was born in Peru and was raised in both Peru and Los Angeles, California. He served in the U.S. Army for three years and served a combat tour in Afghanistan. He's lived through happy and fulfilling experiences in his life and through painful and traumatic ones too. He was diagnosed with PTSD a few years ago after his combat experience. Today, he loves being that listening ear for anyone who gives him the opportunity to listen to them as they share their unique life story. All right, all right. Welcome to the Intimacy Truth Podcast, where we are meeting with Gian Piero today. Uh, thank you for being here, Gian Piero. Thank you for having me. You are very welcome. I'm so excited and very passionate about being on this journey with you. Uh, today, I, we're going to be talking about motivational listening. So I'm curious, how did you get to this journey of motivational listening? So uh, for many years, for decades, I thought that I wanted to be a motivational speaker. Mm. And it sounded appealing to me. I used to listen to, uh, for example, Tony Robbins. And I, I, I thought what he did, and I still think what he does is very exciting. And over the years, I've realized that a lot of people, including myself, have this tendency to want to give advice. Mm-hmm. And what I've realized is that healing happens when people speak and they hear themselves speak. So the best thing that I could do for people instead of giving them advice is to just listen to them and allow them to have the time and the space to to hear themselves speak. And I see it more and more as I uh, hold space for people in the different things that I do that I don't have to say anything. All I have to do is honor the people that are talking to me and just allow them to get to know themselves by just hearing themselves. And sometimes you see that you see it in their faces. When people are speaking, and I see it in my face too, whenever I speak, and I, whoa, do I really believe that? Did I really just say that? And people, people are their greatest teachers. Uh, yeah. So that's what I, if I become a better listener, as I strive to become a better listener, I think yeah. I can help more people than just by giving advice and trying to motivate them. Well, I like how you t- how you add motivational listening because it's kind of a two part thing. There, there's the listening uh, that is really important part of helping people with their uh, healing journey, but then also that motivational piece is comes from when you're speaking. And so sometimes when we listen to people, we hear their stories and we hear their beliefs, and it's like, wait, how do you believe that? Sometimes they don't realize it when they're talking, and then our motivational speaking when we do communicate with them has the opportunity to 
kind of relay what they said to us in a way where they're like, whoa, no, I actually don't believe that. Or I can't believe that those are things that I am believing in that I didn't realize I was believing in. Yes, yes. I love this. Uh, one thing that comes to mind is uh, I heard Tony Robbins says some, said this one time. He, he said uh, some of the things that we, we think about is BS. And he said belief systems. And yeah. some of those belief systems, that BS, no longer serves us, no longer is uh, important. I mean, it did serve its purpose at a time to mm-hmm. rescue us from a very bad situation. Mm-hmm. And at some point we have to realize I am not that person anymore. I'm not there. I'm not, uh, I am a little more powerful than I was before. So I need to also rethink uh, my own personal philosophies and how I behave. I love that. And for me, that brings up um, a book by Steve Adams called Unleash the Peak Performer Within You. And he talks about uh, the states of flow, the different phases, and there's the struggle release, flow, recovery, and struggle. What oftentimes in our life, we, we get to struggle and then it's like, oh no, I'm back here again. How am I back here again? Right. Um, and then sometimes even recovery, especially in America, we're just like recovery. What's that? I don't need that. Right. And then all of a sudden our, our dashboard of our body is like, you have this problem, that problem, this problem, that problem. It's like, well, it's because you haven't allowed your body to recover over many, many years. But to get back to that state of struggle, um, when we're stuck there and we're having a hard time getting out, sometimes those old beliefs can come up and then we can get overwhelmed by emotion of like, oh, where's the release? Like chasing the release instead of just allowing the release to come. Uh, and so what you're talking about when it comes to the BS, the belief systems, mm-hmm. we might change those belief systems systems, and then they might come up again. And it's okay when they come up again because it's like, oh, wait reminding ourselves and having good accountability partners to remind ourselves that that BS, that belief system is no longer who we are today. And I have to share, I very much value our relationship, Giampiero, because you you are a significant person uh, that I've connected with that has helped hold me accountable every time I hear you speak. And it's like, oh, right. I'm not back in, you know, my childhood days, or I'm not back in those tough experiences that I was having, you know, in my, in my history. So I very much appreciate you being here today. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I get a lot from just uh, being your friend (laughs) from being just like you hold space for me too. Mm -hmm. And I think we, we complement each other Very well, and I love it. Thank you. Yes. You're welcome. Now I want to go back to uh, earlier before we started recording, you were talking about not trusting your intuition and that being your biggest challenge. And that's sort of how you've gotten to this, motivational listening perspective in your life. So tell us more about not being able to trust your intuition. Well, there's a part of me uh, that when I get anxious is a a younger version of me who doesn't feel enough. So oftentimes when I'm talking to someone and I've, I've read a lot and I've traveled a lot and I've been through a lot in my life, like many of the listeners, and I do have some insight on things. And I hear people and they come to me and they, they tell me certain things and I want to help them to interrupt certain patterns because that's what I expect a good friend would do for me. It's like, Jean-Piero, I know what your aspirations are, so stop. Uh, and they remind me of who I want to be. That's why it's important to tell your goals to people you trust because then if they're your friends, they will tell you, Jean-Piero, we've talked about this and you've said this is who you want to be. 
So when I listen to people and I want to help them interrupt those patterns, then I'm, I want to be liked. So I don't want to offend them. And then I just hold back and I don't say the things that I need to say. And throughout the conversation, then after that moment has passed and I realize mm, I should have said it, I should have said what came to, to mind because it was important at the time. Now I would have to go back and it, it, it's kind of hard. And then I have all these little moments of regret that, ah, I felt it. I should have trusted myself. I should have said that, but I did it. And now the, the train has passed. Definitely in that moment, I do talk a lot about uh, making the, the, sometimes making the harder decision is the more effective decision to make. And yes. it's the more important decision to make because it allows that long-term trajectory of uh, suffering to kind of mm -hmm. get smaller. You know, I, I'll connect with couples and they'll be married for 20 years. And then all of a sudden, now that the kids are leaving the house, they have this new transition in their life. And they're like, wait a minute, we're actually not happy with each other because they've just let these things that they, that they were not happy about compile over years. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden now it's like, what do we do with this 20 year long feelings of being mistrust and unloved and all of these really painful experiences. So um, to speak back to the not feeling enough, that is your younger self. If you don't talk about that, right. And you don't express that and you don't have people you can trust to open up that, that trash bucket, so to speak for you, it, it can, you can get lost in that for sure. Yeah. 100%. And, uh, there's so many things that you said that were wonderful and I yeah. like them and it just brought all these ideas to yeah. in, in my head. Um, one of the things about relationships that I love is yeah. that, like you said, it comes a point in the, uh, the life of the relationship where people need to reassess, couples need to reassess what happened here, where are we at? Yeah. Because we, we, lost, we lost sight of our goal, mm -hmm. like, you know, like being together. And then of course the children come and then the kids become the priority or career becomes a priority or taking care of the uh, finances becomes a priority. And then after time has passed, you have two strangers living in the same house because they haven't invested the time to get to know each other. So now it's panic time comes because now I am yes. living with a roommate. Yes. You know, this is interesting that we're having, this is coming up because I'm reading a book called Profit First and I uh, forget the name of the author. Uh, but the book talks about how business owners run their business on a paycheck to paycheck basis, right? They get the money and they pay the bills and then maybe they have a really good month. So then they buy this new service or they, this new uh, big machine or something. And then the next month they have a tough month and they didn't accommodate for that new expense that they now have because of the money that money they earned the month before. And they don't necessarily uh, budget their money properly. And in this situation, we're talking about budgeting our time budgeting our time properly yes. in our life and in our relationships uh and then when we when we i also talk about in the work that i do the difference between the story and the message that only we see and hear in our own head and then the one that everyone else can see and participate in out externally our human quote-unquote our human experience um when we're not trusting in our own intuition or trusting in ourselves or feeling confidently internally. And that story that we hear and replay over and over and over again is a bad one. 
and we're not investing the proper time into shifting that internal message, the external one is going to be what the internal one is. And, and so uh, speak to how you've transitioned from not trusting in your intuition to opening up that door and beginning that journey. So uh, mm -hmm. let's see, how can I put that into words? Yes. Uh, well, I, I came up with this uh, saying that the light at the end, you are the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. Meaning like we have this ideal self that we wish we could be. And when we're going through turmoil and difficulties in life, it's as if we're going through this dark tunnel and that light at the end of the tunnel, it's us becoming that ideal self or a little more like it in order for us to be pulled out, out of that tunnel. And I began to see that more in my life, you know, like no one is coming to rescue me. It, it, it's all me about becoming and developing uh, the skills. And I do have these skills because you don't get to be a tourist throughout life. You know, there's mm -hmm. all these things that happen and we do have tools and knowledge from making mistakes oftentimes. And then we can just refer to that. How did I overcome that? And then as I look back and I see all the things that I've overcome in my life, mm. like who did that? I did it. You know, like I have to give myself credit for, yes, yes a lot of people came along the way and supported me and gave, gave me advice, but you had to put it into action. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, and being aware of where I've been and all the things that I've learned over the years. And now I feel that I do have the, the right to say the things that I say, because they're not just cliches or just uh, phrases that I picked up along the way. A lot of them are backed up by also my decisions and the place where I'm at right now. Yeah wisdom and time and energy invested into the the true meanings behind all of what you have to offer uh the that's one thing that i i try to help people understand is you know you're what did you say uh you are the light at the end of the tunnel what that means to you i might have a very different picture in my own head so when we don't speak out what our pictures are we don't have the opportunity to grow and so when we speak that what is in our mind and the and the wisdom the little drops of wisdom that we have that we've gained over years of life experience mm -hmm. uh, we've paid our dues so to speak and um one of the big things i learned as a kid is no one is going to do it for me but me it's been my lifelong if there's anything that has saved my life it's me realizing that no one is going to do any of this for me, but me. And um, over time, you know, exercising those determination and those resiliency muscles that are literally up here that you can't see the determination and resiliency muscles. It's all in the decisions that you specifically make every single day from a place of strategy or a place of uh, behavior or um, habit. Mm -hmm. that is has been taught to you after from generation to generation passed down in your family your life experience whatever it might be so yes yes i, I love that i love that and i think this is what this is why it's so important for at least for myself to recruit people into my life and you're one of them Thank you. Uh, who will hold me accountable because yeah. if i say something you know hey i wish I, i'm gonna do this i'm gonna give a a public speech or I'm yeah. going to I'm gonna do this goal or that other. If that person really cares about you, they'll be like, so how is that coming along? Yeah. Oh. 
as I have done for you today, huh? <laughs> All right, yeah. let's do it, Jim Pieto. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, I was motivationally listening. I was listening to you and hearing what you really wanted. And then I also was like, all right, let's do this, giving, providing that motivation. I yeah. love it. I love when these kind of things come full circle. <laughs> um, and you know why I love, the part that I love about this motivational listening is that somebody can try to motivate me. But if I say I'm going to do something and I do it, then I can begin to believe in myself and trust in myself. It's like, oh, I did something I said I was going to do. And I'm, mm. I'm, I'm striving forward and I'm accomplishing stuff. And that's the motivation to know that I am becoming, that I am uh, overcoming certain challenges mm -hmm. uh, all on my own. Yes. And, yeah. Absolutely. This has been a wonderful conversation. I'm very thankful that you decided to take action and do this with me. Thank you for trusting me and sharing your vulnerability with me, but also thank you for holding space for me equally as so in return. Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome.